This podcast today is brought to you by myself. As a Shopify commerce coach, I am able to offer you a link that supplies you with a 14-day free trial of Shopify plus an entire additional month after that for only $1, as well as simplifiedropshipping.com, where I teach you how to build, launch, and advertise your very own dropshipping store with a $0 budget completely for free. I am not charging for that. There is no paywalls. There is no upsells. It is exactly as it is. So if you would like to support me, this podcast, and yourself all at the same time, go to simplifiedropshipping.com and or the description to claim those resources. Now let's get to the podcast. So you're just telling me at dinner, if you could, if you could have one wish in the entire world, what would it be? No, no, no. I said, if you could be the greatest at anything in the entire world, what would it be? And you didn't even think twice. You can choose anything in the whole world. Best musical artist, best painter, best soccer player, best baseball player, best bowler. Mm -hmm. And you said, I would choose to be (laughs) the best at Facebook ads. (laughs) No, and I'll tell you why. Ready? And I already told you why. I was contemplating between Facebook ads or best drifter, right? (laughs) Okay. Everything. You got to think about it like this. I'm a businessman, okay? Facebook ads, license to print money. The only time... I have to put into Facebook ads. I'm already good at it. I don't have to test what's working, what's not. I have an immediate license to print money. I don't have to do anything else. And then I can go exp- and then I can go do whatever I want. Go get better at hobbies, right? I can go become I can I can start being the best rapper, best singer, whatever the fuck I want to do. I can start start doing it all. But like I said, why wouldn't you just choose best stock trader or best crypto trader? Okay, fair enough. I fair feel like enough. that'd be an easier print. You know, I got an. I'm already, I'm already doing Facebook ads, right? Why not? Why not be the expert at it? I've already been doing it for three years, right? I guess. I guess. It's just interesting. I've never heard a twenty-year-old boy, <laughs> sorry, twenty-year-old guy, say that. Or I never, would never think that. I would feel like, I feel like most guys would be like best masturbator. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> anyway, we got Pranav in the building. What's up? Got the new mic, got the new studio. I have no like in terms of these videos, I have no idea chronologically when they're going up cuz I haven't posted Ian's. I still haven't posted any YouTube videos in a bit. Mm-hmm. I'm back in St. Louis. We were living together in Miami. Man, Miami. Miami. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Always goes back to Miami. Well, what do you think about Miami? Why did you, know? you leave? Why did I leave? Same reason same reason you left, man. And why did I leave? I felt like an NPC there. Yeah. Felt like a complete NPC. Same day every day. Same day every day. No no variety. Yeah. Same shit every day. And it, it's weird. You you get caught up in that in that trap. You think Miami's all all that. You see people on Twitter, on Instagram living their best life in Miami. It, it we didn't have that experience at all. We didn't have that experience at all. Yeah. Well, that I mean my Miami's a good, a, uh, well, I guess that's a good point. Like what I learned in Miami is like, you can't really rely on a place or a person or a thing for like internal happiness, essentially. Cause I feel like a lot of people move to Miami cause a lot of people move to Miami, you know? Yep. And I feel like that's what I realized there. But our, like the thing with Miami is like, there's only three options you, and I've, I've never heard anyone argue against it. There's three options of what you can do in Miami. Something on the water, 
something at the beach or something inside. Yep. Yep. Like there was that one park, but that one park. Yeah. And it, it was like the worst park ever too. It was like, no, that was a pretty cool park. How they built up the, you know, the, they had the sandbar warm water yeah then you went into the water and you felt all sticky afterwards oh yeah the stickiness yeah. i forgot about that yeah. <clears throat> i forgot about that but it was a good experience overall yeah no it was dude that that the place we lived in crazy yeah crazy yeah but i don't know i guess you like i, I don't know i just think like a lot of people can learn that like that's what i learned so hardcore is like you can't rely on another place and i would say for me with miami it was the first time i've ever done something just because everyone else was doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm totally not about that life at all. Like I'm all about doing what I feels right. And I feel like that's the way that you find what you're supposed to be doing in life. Not looking at what everyone else is doing. Like, but the COVID restrictions and everything, obviously I belong in Los Angeles and it's just a whole complicated story. Again, I don't know when this podcast is even going up. Cause I might make a solo one with the whole, like talking about that entire topic because you know you saw firsthand yeah. the craziness that was going on, especially as I was leaving. Yeah. Just weird. So take it back. Take it all the way back for me. Take it back. Take it all the way back. Yeah. All right. So what what were you doing three years ago? Three years ago today, I would I would I would be getting ready for fucking high school. Yeah. Yeah. And what were you like in high school? Um I was just like the little introverted kid, you know, kind of kept to myself. Um, I was doing, I was doing e-com like end of junior year. So senior year, I was just kind of like grinding e-com, didn't really like do anything else besides e-com. Really just. Well, what was the attractive part about e-com? Like, how'd you even stumble upon e-commerce? Okay. So it was in the beginning of 2018. Um, around that time, like 2017, 2018, I was reselling like Supreme. I was reselling shoes. I feel like everyone's done that. So you're, like, you're like 15, 16 at the time. I was like, yeah, I was like 16. I was 15. I was 16. You know uh, that song? No. Oh, <laughs> what is okay, it? Never mind. <laughs> Baby Keem. <laughs> nah, I don't listen to Baby Keem. Um, oh. Yeah, no. So I was like 16. I was reselling Supreme. I was reselling like a bunch of shit. Um, and there's this dude, Ian Connor, who like I've followed for like a couple of years, whatever, like the streetwear dude. And he was dropping, he was dropping like those custom vans, like the Revenge Storms. Oh yeah, yeah. So, I w I was like on his, I was on his page, and then I was like, I was scrolling through his page, and I saw he posted a screenshot of when he first dropped it, like the shop by screenshot. It said five hundred grand in like two hours. So I was like, holy fuck! Oh, the guy who created that shoe. Yeah, Ian Connor, because yeah, he posted the screenshot of like the sales it did, did like five hundred k in two hours, bro. So I was like, holy shit! That kind of like opened my eyes up to. To e-com because I didn't know anything about it. I, I was just kind of stuck in this bubble where it's like, okay, I can make like a hundred dollars here, two hundred dollars here, like just reselling like clothes, right? But it wasn't it wasn't like consistent income. I couldn't I couldn't keep that up. So when I saw that five hundred K screenshot, I just like started looking in the comments, bro. Someone like people were asking, like, what app is this? What app is this? Someone said like Shopify. I looked it up on YouTube. That's just kind of how I started dropshipping. Wow. So there's no other there was no like uh social media marketing or i mean so like I, I i got targeted with like the ty lopez ads all the time yeah um, did that have an effect on you because that's what really got me into this i had no clue there was this world until like he or i would say i had no clue there was this world that was attainable until ty lopez so like when the ty lopez ads came out i was like 15 so i i like didn't take it seriously at all i was like 15 i was just going with the crowd and like 
I was looking in the comment section of the ads. People were just like clowning on this dude. Saw it all over Twitter, right? Can you hear in my garage, whatever? Yeah. I was just kind of like herd mentality. I was just like, okay, whatever. This dude's like just trying to sell you on something. I didn't like think twice about it. Um, but I, I've always kind of knew, I, like that's how I, I've always kind of like been into doing my own shit, right? With the reselling. Before I was reselling Supreme, I was like trying to sell beats online. So like I've always kind of, I've always kind of had like that idea that, okay, I can make money online. I've done it before. So I don't know. It, it really wasn't like the e-com shit. It was like when I saw that 500k screenshot and I looked up Shopify on YouTube and saw like all, I saw like, I saw your videos, right? Hey. I saw, I saw like a bunch of other people's videos doing like 10k, 20k a month, bro. Do, do you remember, like, do you remember who else you were seeing at the time? It was, it was you and Dan Da Silva. Oh, shout out Dan Da Silva. Yeah. Yeah, I need. I'm. A, I want to have him on here. Apparently, his past like two, or, two or three years has been nuts. Did yeah, the see, crypto. Did you see his video no, that he posted on YouTube? I haven't watched. No, I haven't. Apparently, he got like addicted to drugs heavily. Oh, I saw his Instagram post about that actually. Well, he made a whole YouTube video explaining. That's why I feel okay to talk about it because mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, it was crazy. Apparently, like he just like was so addicted to the drugs, he just laid in bed all day and did them and lost like all of his businesses, all of that. Fuck, like, dude crazy but then he like rebuilt i don't know even what he built but apparently built something in the background so i'd love to have him on but yeah yeah, back to ty lopez like ty lopez is on some sketchy shit right now but i'll give him full credit because that that nft bro that's actually hilarious did you look at all the details like the coffee zilla video on it and everything uh yeah i think so i dude i just think it was so ridiculous how he's making he how much was the mint for it was like 40 eth to go fly to go you have to go pay for your flight and pay for your hotel to talk with this dude like no that, that was to watch a movie oh watch a movie okay yeah, yeah that. <laughs> or probably talk something like that but i couldn't tell if he was doing that for the sake of like publicity if he was he wasn't too knowledgeable in the crypto game to know that like people are very sensitive in the crypto area where if you do something like that it like even if it's as like publicity people are talking about it I, in the crypto space, I don't think all publicity is good publicity 100%. at all because yeah. like there's so many scammers and the second someone thinks you're scamming, it's going to be bad. But what's going to be horrible for him is the promise that he made the, he promised the hotels, the because, clubs, yeah. exclusive for the holders. And there's 800 people that ended up minting at that level, mm-hmm. including CoffeeZilla because Coffee's <laughs> like, I'm going to get one. And if he ends up doing this, I'm going. But... <laughs> He's at a make or break it point because if he doesn't like it's he's like there's no way he can get out of this. No, there's no way because if he Damn builds that shit, he's gonna lose a ton of money. If he runs off with it, he might lose a ton of money in a lawsuit. Yeah, because it's promised, or he might just have to give the money back. But yeah, he got caught sweeping the floor with his own wallet because he didn't know what he was doing and all that. Yeah, but I still got to give him a shout out because like he changed my life personally. If it wasn't for that social media marketing course. I wouldn't be here right now. That's where everything changed. That's where everything changed. So you're getting targeted. Did you like take any course when you started this drop shipping route? Um, so yeah, I. It was mostly free on YouTube. So, dude, my drop shipping story is actually pretty wild. Like, it, I didn't, I didn't have like the same, dude. So I, I saw drop shipping like 2018. Didn't I? I built my first store, but I didn't do anything with it. Right. I, I was like still working this job. Um, I, I worked at like this front desk manager of this kickboxing gym, strangely oh. enough. Yeah. So like I, I was like signing people up for like fucking memberships and 
just like doing like I was just doing bitch work basically. Pranav the kickboxer. Yeah. Dude, if yeah, imagine. <laughs> imagine. Now I was just doing bitch work for this for, for this dude. And I, I don't know, I was I was getting paid fucking jack shit. So I I don't know, like when senior year hit <clears throat> or end of junior year, I built my first store and then over the summer I got this internship. Um and I was doing that all summer. It was like this nine to five like internship every single day, five days a week. Um so I just like built up, I built up like a ton of capital f- for that to start my dropshipping business. I maybe made like four grand that whole entire summer just doing this internship. And then senior year rolls around, I build my second store and I started running ads in like December. I was just doing like, uh, dude, I, so January, um, I lost like $500 cause I was, I just didn't know what I was doing. Right. But then in February I, I had like my, I had like. I immediately had a 10K month. Like I had 15, like it was like 14.6K. Still remember, I still have the screenshot. Um, yeah, that and I made like five grand from that. Uh, March, same same revenue. I was like selling these like reflective joggers and windbreaker. Nice. Yeah, so that was doing well. I probably did like 40, 40K off of that store. Um, Is this the summer going into college? No, this was, this was senior year. So like so second semester of senior year for me. Oh, okay, so yeah. the end of high school. Yeah, because I I knew I just didn't want to do college, bro. I was like this whole thing. I knew I knew I didn't want to go to college. Like I was so lost, bro. Like everyone was talking about like college this, college this, like college that, and I had no idea. Like, bro, I didn't even start applying for school until like the deadlines were due, like the like the month before. Yeah. So it it was just like I just knew I had to do something before, like to try and get out of this whole college shit, bro. Like my parents were on my ass, you know. So, I, I don't know, that that store, my first ever store did, like, 40K, did, like, 10K profit off of that. And then that's where shit started going downhill for me. Like, um, I it was, it died out end of, end, like, literally right as soon as I graduated high school. The day after I graduated, um, dude, like, I lost, like, all my ad accounts got banned. Uh, I, I, I didn't know what to do, bro, like. Every every Facebook account I made get banned. Like I I didn't know what to do. I, I had all this money. Like so I I was like launching all these stores, trying to like buying Facebook accounts, doing all this shit, and it was like it's like end of May through like December, bro. I burned through like all of my money, like just trying to trying to do all uh like launching these new stores. Um, shit's not working. Buying Facebook accounts, getting them fucking banned. Uh, like I had like this really rough like couple months where nothing was working, so I took a break from ecom, got a job while I was going to college. Okay, okay, so, you ended, so up, you I ended up, up going college. to college. Yeah, sorry, I kind of skipped over that part. Yeah, so during that during that time, because obviously my businesses weren't be, weren't is printing it, money. It was twenty nineteen. It was twenty nineteen. Okay. Yeah, so I started school in August, and obviously school took a took a lot of time away from ecom, right? So I, I, you know, I, I was like, dude, every, every second I had when I was, when I was at school, I was like focusing on e-com. Like, dude, I didn't even do like my fucking homework. Like I, I would do that. I would literally stay up at like until 3am just fucking doing Chegg and like just doing my homework on that. But every, every single second at school, I was just focused on e-com, but dude, like nothing was working, bro. So I took a break from e-com in um, December during winter break and I got, I got a job as a car wash assistant or some shit at, at this Mercedes dealership. And I was doing that for like two months. 
And then I built back up like two grand from that. Um, and then February came and that's when like COVID hit. This oh, is yeah. 2020. Um, it's like no, nothing was working. Got a job. COVID hit. Got fired from my job because of COVID. So I didn't have a job anymore. And then um, like school a- after spring break. So I think spring break was like end of February. So after that, like we thought we were just going to have a week off for spring break. Right. No one knew how bad COVID was going to be. Right. So at, like when we were supposed to come back to school, I just got an email saying how like classes are canceled for the rest of the semester. Like we don't know when we're coming in. So damn, what were at, you thinking at that moment? Dude, I, I immediately knew this was go time. I immediately damn. knew this was go time. I, I knew, I knew this was the time to make something work. So I had, I had, I had like a little bit of money saved up and dude, I just fucking grinded all of quarantine. Like I did not leave the house, bro. It was, it was nutty. It was nutty. Jesus. Yeah. You know? Shout out, you know, it, it, it fucked up a lot of people's lives. Like quarantine, it, it's pretty fucking shitty situation, right? Cause I know so many people whose lives were forever changed in a good way and a bad way from quarantine. Yeah. So it's like, it's double-edged sword. You're about to say shout out COVID. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. Yeah. We got to cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, yeah, I see that a lot of people started during COVID. It's crazy. Like a lot of people use that time for good. A lot yeah. of people use that time for bad. But like when you went through COVID, like how, when did it start happening where you started to realize, cause everyone has that moment of like, wow, I never have to get a job again. Dude, honestly, like I, I knew, I knew that e-com was going to work, bro. Cause dude, my first store, right? Like my first store, I knew I could have scaled it. I just didn't have like the resource. I didn't have the knowledge. Right. I, I saw the potential with e-com. So I just like, I, I always had like that gut feeling, bro. I always had that gut feeling. Um, what really changed everything for me though was like Lucas podcast. I watched that, bro. Like that shit, everything resonated with me. It was like it was like this really fucked up time in my life where it was like, okay, I didn't know if I didn't like, ecom wasn't working out right. Uh, like I gotta go to fucking college, bro. So it was like that that interview came, or that podcast came around at the perfect time. So it was like I just had to have one hundred percent belief in myself. Like when Lucas like don't give up, like. So many people, when you tell them that they don't, like, they don't take it, but like I, that shit changed my life. That, that one thing, don't give up, changed my life. It's like all I was doing during quarantine was just pumping out stores, testing products, whatever. I was doing like Google ads. Were you doing like home workout equipment? No. I, so what I was doing was I was doing bidets on Google ads. So I was like my first winner. Um, I did that in March, um, or April, April. So like March, I kind of ate shit. And I was down to my last like $500 and Google ads gives you like a $300 threshold <laughs> before it bills you. Yeah. So like, I was like, dude, I have to make a return on this $300. So, I, I mean, I did it. So like I, I was selling these bidets. I was doing like, I was like the only one selling bidets other than like this big brand, like Tushy. Yeah. Uh, but their Google ads were kind of trash. So I kind of just came in, started drop shipping bidets. Yeah. That was like the first. I was like the first kind of consistent win for me over quarantine. Um, and I was doing that for probably like a couple months. There's got to be some sort of story with the customer service on those. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I didn't scale too high. Thank God. The profit margins were insane, though, since it was Google, right? Google margins are crazy because it's all like search intent. Right. right? It's all buyer intent. So I was I was netting like 50%, but I think the store only did like 20K. So, you know, 
I profited maybe like less than 10 grand. Um, honestly, didn't get too many customer service complaints. But what, whenever I did, it was like, <laughs> they were pissed, bro. They were pissed. Like what? What were they pissed about? Just like slow delivery. But then it was like, dude, we have this whole entire fucking pandemic going on. It's like, chill out. So like, I, I mean like. Oh, so it was just slow delivery. It was slow delivery. Um, no performance issues. You know, surprisingly, I didn't, I didn't get it. I mean, I did shut the store down like end, oh, of, the, yeah. end of the year. So like, I, I don't know. I haven't. Do you ever like go through the customer service, like emails at all? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I, I have to check what my bees are doing. It's, it's dep- fucked. It's depressing yeah. sometimes. It's fucked. Yeah. They take people take all of their anger out on customer service people. That's what I realized. I didn't outsource that for in the beginning for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I could just tell it affected my mood. Yeah, oh yeah. My you mood can, was down bad. You can't you can't hurt me. I yeah. answer to drop shipping customer service emails. You yeah. can't hurt me. <laughs> There's some crazy people out there, especially like in the personal brand side. Like the messages I would get when running Facebook ads to my personal brand, mm-hmm. oof, hurtful, hurtful, <laughs> hurtful. What were they saying? Give me an example. Get cancer. Oh hell no. Die. A lot of death threats. A lot of a lot of internet internet Ta- keyboard warriors. Oh, tons of death threats. And so ever since then, it's been history. Like you flew to Luca and met him, right? Yeah. So I met Luca. Well, so dude, over quarantine, like dude, I was just like. I, I was just like shooting my shot in like people's DMs, bro. Like just trying to trying to work with them. So like I was DMing just guys or girls. Nah, just just dudes. Okay. I was yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm DMing dudes, whatever. Okay, I'm shooting Whoa. my shot. <laughs> All right, so I was when Luca and Ben were doing the Von Dutch shit, I was DMing them like every week, bro. I would unsend my message and send it again. Classic. Yeah, so I was just like, hey, like, Von Dutch isn't doing anything on Google Ads. I know I can make it pop, right? I have this case study that I've done, right, of this Google Ads. I know I can make it work. I didn't get any response on that, obviously. You know, not a, not a good way to approach someone, right? I see now it's not a good way to approach someone. If someone comes into my DMs and just asks me immediately, hey, I could do this, I could do that, I could do that, it's like, it's like okay, I'm not going to respond, whatever. So I waited. Then one day Luca just put on his story, I need a gem pages expert. And I remember that story. Yeah. So I, I was doing like gem pages on my Google ads, right? That's how I was like getting, that's how I was netting crazy, like 50% margins. Uh, it's cause I had like this custom landing page. So I sent a message to Luca. He immediately DM me back. Yeah. So I was like, it's like, dude, it was crazy. And then I, I, I vividly remember that day too. Like I vividly remember, I remember sitting in my room and I got, I got, and I got the notification. I saw Luca replied back to me. I like ran downstairs, showed my mom, bro. And I was like, Your this mom. is this is the one. Like this is this is the one. What'd she say? She didn't get it. She was just like, Who like who is this guy? Yeah. But you know, like my mom's always like supported me, uh, with like the whole e com shit. So, you know. Um, she was happy for me. Uh so I just started working for Luca. Like I, I just worked on some of his sites, bro. Like I, I just updated, you know, like the landing pages. Um, I did, uh, did on like three of his stores, but like the biggest thing was, bro, like I was just pumping out work, bro. Like I didn't, I didn't go outside, bro. I was like dedicated 100% on my computer. It was either working on my own stores, like trying to, trying to get my own stores to pop off or what, whatever Luca needed. I was like there, I did it. So like, I, I, I probably did that for, for like a month. So I, I think that happened in uh, September, October. September's then- rich. <laughs> <laughs> No comment. No comment. So, September, you were rich. September? Yeah. I wasn't. Oh. No. No. Broke as fuck. 
Come, oh, okay. So then what happened from there? So October, I was still working for Luca. And then October 31st, I went to, a so Luca was in Athens, Georgia. And I'm like, I'm, I'm from like this, uh, I'm from like North Atlanta. So when Luca was in Athens, I just drove down there to go link up with Luca and just work. So I went to Athens in October 30th. And yeah, that's, that's where everything, sh that's where shit started happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's where shit started happening. What way? So while, while I was helping Luca out with everything, um, he just kind of like, he like he just simplified everything I was stressing out about in e-com, right? Like why I couldn't scale, why I'm having a hard time doing this. Why aren't my ads converting? Right? So Luca literally like sat with me down, bro. Like, Dude, Luca and I like Luca was Luca was like, dude, we were we were gonna do like a partner store together, bro. Like Luca was giving me every opportunity like possible, bro. Like we sat down for like hours out of the day, bro, just like setting up these stores. Um yeah, bro, like so we were we were doing that. Um nothing really like no, nothing crazy materialized out of those stores, right? But it gave me like the foundation um for this other store. So in end of End of November, I met this guy, Bill, in Athens, right? Um, I met this guy, Bill, and my biggest thing, my, my biggest thing was capital, right? Like, I didn't have the capital. I knew, like, I knew everything Luca had taught me, right? Like, on the ad side, um, so I knew I could scale fast, um, but, like, my biggest thing was capital. So, Bill came in, me and him, like, talked together. We found this product, right? We made this store in, like, an hour, bro, and... We were pumping out like we were pumping out a store a day because we were doing one product stores, right? We did like three stores, nothing was happening, and then we had this one pro one product. And the first day, bro, that shit just hit. Like first day, crazy numbers, and then, bro, like we ended up doing like just fucking crazy numbers. Just right on your scale. joint store. Yeah, so it was me and Bill, um, and dude, we just it, it was December like changed my life, bro. December twenty twenty, that's when everything changed. So it was. It, it took like that that period of like February till end of November to for shit to start hitting. Gotcha. So twenty twenty one started off with a bang. Twenty twenty one started off with crazy. Yeah, because I I caught dude after that store I caught I caught the I caught the, like my dream car I caught the M four right moved out it's like so twenty twenty one was crazy. Yeah, moved to Sunny Isles. Shout out Sunny Isles. Actually, no, fuck Sunny Isles. Yeah, yeah, fuck Sunny Isles. The whole area. That's badass. So twenty twenty one you had it all figured out and then twenty twenty. What did you do for all 2021 before we moved in? Yeah, so 2021, I was just literally doing the same shit. I was just, I like, I built out this team of product researchers, right? Um, like people who would launch my ads, people who would up, like make my stores, right? So like I built up like this whole, built up like this team of six to do that. Um, and bro, like I, I was just grinding 24 seven. Like I was just in the crib in Sunny Isles, just fucking grinding, just printing, bro. Mm. Just printing. Um, and then I had like this weird kind of rut in uh in like May. Um cuz my so I only had a 6 month lease uh in Sunny Isles. So my I got it in January and my move out date was June 15th. So in May I flew back home to see my family. And dude like I I just had this weird thing so I I caught one of my VAs like one of my VAs wasn't doing their job and then another one was like like logging off like on company time was just doing bullshit, bro. Like wasn't working, bro. And like, how'd you I, catch that? Upwork. So you can you can see what they're doing on Upwork. 
You can see it. Yeah, video recording. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, because that's how, like, the Upwork software is. Yeah. And it records the whole screen. So, like, I didn't catch that, bro, because I was being super, like, I was just focused. Like, I just saw the money coming in, bro. And, like, it was good, bro. Like, it was good. I didn't. I felt like I didn't have to worry about shit. So, I just kind of let shit slip, bro. And uh, I, like, fired, like, I got, I disbanded, like, half of my team. So, I only had my two customer service VAs. Um and I just started doing everything myself in at, like the beginning of May because I just got so pissed off, bro. And May was just really weird because I, I thought, I thought I had everything figured out for like a couple months, right? And then just shit, shit just broke one day. I just got fed up, like, I, it, shit just broke. So, yeah, I, May was really weird. I had this weird rut. Um, like I kept getting like I kept getting like accounts disabled. Like ad accounts disabled, couldn't find products, bro. It was just, it was just weird. And that's that's the biggest thing with every dropshipper, bro. It's just inconsistent income, right? So it's like you always have to be finding that next product. And like once you once you let your foot off the pedal, it's like okay, you kind of already lost dropshipping. So I just had this weird kind of like May and half of June, just kind of like lost like a ton of money, bro. Just lost like a ton of money. And then in June, I like started like picking, like I started picking it back up, you know. Um, Started like doing things a little bit differently. Started approaching things a little bit differently. Um, actually, built out. I, I started hiring slow, slower, because like my biggest thing was in January. I just like I just found VAs and I just sent them training, hoping that they can just uh, like magically just get good at it. You know, right? I wasn't I wasn't making sure that okay, they're they're fit for this role. I was just like kind of throwing shit at them and expecting it to stick. Um, so yeah. I, after after June, I was just kind of still doing the same thing, just like hiring slowly, just kind of being more smarter, trying to build like something long term, you know. Yeah. Boom. That's it. Seems like when you move back to Georgia, you seem to like work better. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. There's so many distractions in Miami. Even though we weren't living in downtown Miami, still a lot of a lot of distractions. I feel like. Yeah. Groundhog Day over and over again. Over and over again. Yeah. I mean, it, for me, I, I, don't, I honestly, I can't, I can't tell you what it is. Um, I don't know if it's the fact that, like, being at home just makes me want to, like, work harder so I can go do whatever I want. Yeah. It's like I know I don't want to be there forever, right. right? I don't know if it's that or it's just, like, okay, I have no other option but to work, right? Yeah. I don't want to go see people from my high school. Right. Know, so. Yeah. Interesting. I feel the same way about why I'm back here. It's only temporary, but it's all for a purpose, you know. It's all for a purpose. All for a purpose. I'm just glad to be out of that city. That's weird how we we happen to land in the same apartment. Yep. At the same time, mm-hmm. a lot I, of a lot of funny instances happen there. But I do want to say, Pranav, you're one of the hardest workers I know. Oh my God, bro! Stop, stop. Yo, we're not gonna talk about this. No, bro. I know. I know. <laughs> We're not talking about this. No, I had to lay that in there. Yeah. But, but yeah, no, that's that's cool. It's like and things happen when they're supposed to. Like imagine if you're still in college at this point, what you would be doing. I'd probably, dude, honestly, I would probably be in a fucking frat or some shit, just getting lit, you know? Yeah. Not being happy. You yeah. Know? What do you think about the frat life? Not for me. Yeah? Not for me. I mean, dude, like. Well, what the fuck? You just said you would be in one. Well. Cause I, dude, I, when you're in college, right? When you're in college, I feel like it's hard to be your own person. I feel like you automatically like fall in, fall into like, okay, either a frat or like 
you're just like the fucking nerd, right? Like I feel like there's, I feel like there, it's hard to be yourself in college because there's just so much shit. Yeah, you have no other option. You're surrounded by constant influence. Yeah, because you're forced to be surrounded by constant influence. Yeah, you're you're forced to be around people who don't even know what they want. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was a different person in college for sure. If you ever type into YouTube, how to eat this here. I have, a, I have a few videos up on that YouTube channel, just me. I'm like, uh, what's up, everyone? My name's Scott Hilsey, and this is how to eat this here, Oreo crisps. And then I eat the entire Oreo crisp without saying a word, staring at the camera. I'll show you funny, after yeah. one time. And then I did the unwitch one. I did unwitch. I did a Pop-Tart while skateboarding down a hill. I need to see that one. Stuff like that. I need to see that but one. Then I had uh, college campus videos where that was like, I did this uh, face plant belly flop into the student center fountain. That one was pretty crazy. I, th- I think, I, I feel like you put that in one of your videos. I probably talked about it in one of my videos. Yeah, okay, okay. And then getting slapped by Mizzou girls where I just asked girls to slap me in the face. Nice. They did. So I would, I guess, no, I would disagree. I feel like I wasn't my own person until I got to college, but the pressure of that frat life where, cause it's like, they want you to conform. They want you to, it's, I mean, I think college is a representation of the world in a sense of like what you're being taught. They want you to think this way. And they're telling you that's the only way to think. And then like, in terms of the frat life, like, this is what you're supposed to do when you're not learning or working. It's like getting you ready for the world. So you see a lot of those people leave, and then the schooling system becomes their boss. Like, their teachers become their boss, and their boss is telling them what to do and how they should do it, right? Yeah. And then outside of that, their friends become their fraternity, quote-unquote, and now they're supposed to, okay, now we're getting lit. Like, I see, or going party. So, like, we were just talking about, how crazy it is how many people out there live just to go to the bar. Yeah. Crazy. Just to go to the bar. No other thing. My friend uh, is in Kansas City. I haven't seen her in like a long time. She recently hit me up. She's like, I'd love to see you soon and all this stuff. And I'm like, uh, okay, I'll come to Kansas City. Uh, and she's like, yeah, I can't wait. And then I go, what's, so I'm doing 75 hard right now. So no alcohol or whatever. And I see on her story that all she does is like go to the bar and I go, what is there to do? No, she goes, what, what would we do when you get here? I go, anything that's not involving alcohol. And she goes, LOL, that's literally nothing. And I go, you're telling me there's not one thing to do in Kansas City that doesn't involve alcohol? And she goes, yes. And I just, I, I've been hitting a lot of people with this line, change your mindset, change your life, because mm-hmm. it's so stupid. Like, that is the dumbest way it's, to... Act. It's stupid as fuck. How can you think about life like that? No. Like, just getting fucked up. Whether it's a small town or not, you know, there's so much more to do, especially in a booming town like Kansas City. Like, that's on the, the growth. But all you... Like, if there's no alcohol, like... It's pretty strange. What would you do? And yeah. I feel like a lot of people live that life because they're kind of indoctrinated into it into the, from college. 100%. Like, like, they're taught, this is the way to do it. They Like, the what the what the powers that be in the world do not want are someone to think for themselves, you know? Yep. That's the biggest thing I learned. What did you think of college overall? Because you were there for what? I was there for a year and a half. year and a half. I was there dropped for, out sophomore year. Nice. I dropped out junior. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't have, like, I didn't have that college. Like, I didn't live in the dorm. Like, I commuted. 
from from home. I lived at home. Oh, that's a way different experience. Yeah, then. so I didn't I didn't really have the traditional college experience. Like, dude, I was there for fucking classes. I didn't like make friends because I was like sitting in my own fucking bubble, just doing econ, bro. Yeah, like with my with my AirPods in all the time, just making working, it happen, making it happen. You know, I had to, had to do it to him. It needed to be done. Someone had to do it, so you went ahead and did it. Facts, honest, honest. There's no no in between. No, none. But you chose the better route because a lot of those people. In that group, dude. Yeah, I mean, dude. Like, I now it, it's crazy because I'll go on my I'll go on my Instagram, bro, and they're just like, they're, like people just they're at college, just sitting in fucking class and shit. And I'm just doing the I same. I wake thing. up. I wake up at like I can wake up whenever the fuck I want. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like the biggest thing. It's like I wake up when they're fucking going to classes and shit. It's great. Cause just because I made that sacrifice. You wake up. You do whatever you want, whenever you want, whoever you want. Eat whatever I want. Whatever you want. Whenever you want. However you want. Yeah. Everything. Man. Yep. Yeah, that's the life. It's like, I try to be grateful because sometimes I'll, especially going through the 75 hard, actually 75 super hard or 75 hard nightmare mode, like gratefulness. Like, I remember how crazy, like, I remember the days. You see this? Yeah. The I fuck? Why, I, don't wonder, I wonder why it's doing that. Oh, the thing fell behind it. Fuck. Uh, oh, well, we'll fix that later. I'm, I'll just get some nails, honestly, and nail that fucker in there. Yeah. Fuck the tape. But, yeah, I mean, I, I try to think about that all the time. Like, I'm sure you had the same experience. Like, we all had, we all wanted that experience of, like, wow, what? how crazy would it be if we didn't have to go to job, go to school, like, if we just had our own thing. And so, like, I'll never forget how special that moment, those first moments was where I was, like, Okay, I'm gonna scale these ads and then I can do whatever I want. I can go to the restaurant with my friends. I can pay for appetizers. Amazing, all on my own time. Yep. And now it's just like, I don't know. It's yeah, like, like now, now it's like, oh, I'm having, like, I don't like Miami. This is like, yeah. I hate being here. That's it's our, like, that's are you problem. kidding me? Yeah. yeah, stupid ass problems. That's yeah. why, that's why I feel bad even talking about it. But no, you know, it, it adapts to different, like your lifestyle. I guess adapts when you have when you have like a different kind of yeah view on it. Yeah, it's true. You got it, well. I always got to maintain gratefulness. Very true. I'm grateful we're seeing Yeet in two days. That's gonna be wild. His first headlining performance ever. Mm-hmm. Shout out Lyrical Lemonade. Lyrical Lemonade going to Chicago. It's gonna be fun. We're staying on O Block. <laughs> we got a friend who has a place there. He's letting us stay on the floor. Yep. And I hear it's a nice place. Yep. I heard it's the best. I hear we can walk around at night like Takashi Six Nine. We got yeah. When we go there, we got to film a video on O Block like Takashi Six Nine. Yep. Oh my god. Yeah, you you got it. You no, got you it. You got it. You got it. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. No, but that's gonna be a fun trip. Like just stuff like that about like like I don't even think twice now. Yeah. No. I was telling you like I can wake up any day in this apartment pay to break my lease and then go and then move anywhere I want. But I could also wake up in this apartment any day and get a plane ticket to anywhere I want and pretty much do whatever I want whenever I want. So I have no right to complain about anything. I only have to, to like think, but it's like, I feel like the, the brain can trick yourself sometimes. So I've just oh, yeah. been working on that power, positive thinking, bitch. Facts. Yeah. Yep. Me and Pranav were at the restaurant earlier and we heard this lady, this is the question of all questions right here. It's a wood fire grill restaurant. And this lady, we hear her ask the server, she goes, 
So is the wood fire cauliflower? Is that deep fried or is that not deep fried? You know, it's NPC talk. Yeah, honest. Yeah, and guess what? I bet that lady had a college degree. Oh yeah, oh, no. too soon. No, too soon. No, not not at all. Let them know. No, I had to, shit. I, I I had to I had to do it to them uh, like two years ago when I got the when uh, three years ago when I had the I eight like in my, the parking garage. I don't know if I even told. I don't think I told you the story, but like you know where it says electric charging. Yeah. So. I, I bought those signs myself three years ago and hung them up there off of Amazon. Did I tell you this story? No. Oh. And the reason I did that is this fucking lady moved in and she kept parking her Jeep there. Like, a, this is not, this is before electric Jeeps came. Kept parking her fucking Jeep there. And, like, I actually needed to charge my car. So sometimes it was full. And then, like, I would, like, park or whatever. And, like, I wouldn't, I was just like, this is annoying. But I just charged my I didn't go. And then I saw a note be left on my window that says, you park like an asshole. Oh, fuck. And that. I already knew it was from this Jeep lady. Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck you're talking about because you shouldn't even be parked there, right? So that's when I ordered. So that's when I crossed out. So it said, you park like an asshole. And I, and I uh, crossed out park like you an asshole, right? And yeah. I put it on her window. 90, like, I was really, I was actually really hoping that it was that lady because I felt bad if not. And then I went upstairs and ordered those signs, and then they came the next day, and I hung them up. But then when I checked my car the next day, she wrote, um, she wrote this stupid long message, dude, about how, like, you shouldn't, like, complaining, just complaining about how, like, because obviously I triggered something in her, right? Yeah. And like I remember, I just looked at it and I threw it threw it to the side, and I wrote my own note. And I go, because she had a slew college like sticker on the back. And I go, you know, it's ironic. You you graduated from college and I dropped out. Yet I'm the only one who can read the signs behind us. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. boom. So she never parked there again. <laughs> I got her ass like it's that. Weak. It's weak. Yeah, it's weak. She was weak. But it's just like this constant thing where I've talked about it on the Colorado thing, or it's like the moment will never be as good as the memory, yep. because as you're as you're chasing it, like what's a Saguru? You know Saguru? I yeah, I saw the Joe Rogan podcast. You saw that, yeah, I saw that one? I saw that one. I really like that part where he talked about there's three states of mind: living in the past, the present, and the future. And most people. Don't ever live in the in that middle one, the present. They're either thinking about something in their past, a past mistake, da da da, or they're living in the future, worried about something, but they forget about the only one that we have, and that's right now. Facts. I I, I I get caught up in that too. Yeah, it's it's really it's really hard for me. I've been working on it though. Yeah, and it's weird because like, like you're saying like in Miami, we convinced ourselves that we we're miserable, whatever, like this, but do. Well, we were miserable. Yeah, about, we, you know? we didn't have shit to be miserable about. It's yeah. like we like we were telling ourselves we were miserable because we just weren't doing productive things. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's what it came down to. But even then, it's like imagine how miserable we were if we were doing something productive, but in like a job we hate it. Oh yeah, you know, like an office, and that's what it really comes down to. Like they say, depression's cured by progression, and so it's like a lot of these people will win the lottery and end up killing themselves or a lot of this like really bad shit will happen. But it's because there is no progression. 
like progression in anything. They said the Nazis would torture. There's like a specific torture the Nazis would do where they would have like the, the Jewish people they had in captivity carry a 100 pound sugar sack across like way across like miles across this like field. And then they would just have them bring it back. And so like the difference is like the Mayans, when they had the slaves build the pyramids, if that is what happened, the slaves at least had that, even though they were obviously being enslaved to do and it was hard work, they at least were contributing to something that was extra psychologically damaging because they're doing all this work for zero contribution to anything, mm-hmm. to anything. So when other, like, I think that, what did they say? The, the idle mind is the devil's playing ground. Yeah. Idle mind is the devil's workshop. And we were, we had some idle time for sure. Oh yeah. Out there, out there. And I think just a lot of people do. And so like, because, and I, I don't want to make this podcast like I, I hate Miami, but I'm just saying it wasn't for me. Yeah. No, and it was, it wasn't for me either. I lived there twice, you know, kind of in the same area, but I lived there twice. It's not for me. Right. Not for me. Like I'd rather ride ATVs than a jet ski. That's what we were talking about. I'd rather go on a hike than go for a swim. Yep. You know, the first time I walked into the water in Florida when I got there, a shark came up to my fucking foot. Yeah, see, fuck that. I'm I'm good on that. I'm good on the I'm good on the on the sea life. A lot it's of people a lot of people belong there and a lot of people love it there. But it's just one of those things that you gotta be honest. It's like like for example, someone could be at a job and their coworkers are at least saying they love it there. But that person who doesn't, who's hearing everyone say they love it, has two options start just trying to convince themselves that they love it because they think that my maybe there's something wrong with me and I just need to learn to love it or take the steps to get out of it. And a lot of people would rather join the crowd than, than walk away from the crowd because it's a lot more comfortable. Like comfort is such a powerful thing, mm-hmm. powerful thing. Like what would you do if you ha- if someone handed you $86 million right now? Yeah, I, I honestly couldn't even tell you, honestly. Like, uh, shit. Pranav was telling me that he's gonna retire his parents. Yeah, but I'm telling him he should get a Richard Milley watch instead to stunt on them hoes. Facts, honest, honest, <laughs> honestly, the better move. Richard gonna appreciate more. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, you would like do some cool things for your parents. Yeah, but I'm course. saying, and obviously, and this is like I'm talking outside. So like, you got 86 million. You got your property. You built your dream house. You got your dream ATVs. You got your dream cars. You got your drift track. You that's got, like, that's like, I, I don't see that costing more than like 10, 15 million. Like, exactly. You know, so, at, so it's like, what are you going to do with that? After all of that in two years of having it all, what would you do? That's the thing. Like, it, I, like I genuinely wouldn't, wouldn't know. Like that's I genuinely don't know. And yeah. it, it's so, it's so weird. Like I, I can name a bunch of things like, that I would do right now, but it's like, it, I don't know. I don't know how happy that would make me feel. You know, it's just like all material shit. Exactly. It's, it's all material shit. It's like, how do you, it, it's weird. And that's probably why like everyone that wins the lottery is like, like not everyone, but a lot of people that win the lottery, kill themselves, depressed, whatever. It's because they are just handed all this money without any knowledge on how to control it. Yeah. All of it just goes to waste. They're all just be selfish with it. Yeah. And boom, they're back in the same place literally a year, two years yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, that's a tough one for sure. I'd, I'd really have to think about that. I really couldn't tell you right now. 
I, my mind drawing blanks. I think what I would do is I would probably buy like 10 houses in Los Angeles as asset income producing places. Cause like that's a place I love, mm-hmm. and like if I want to build a family, because that's what I would do. You know, I'd buy the assets, so I'd spend like thirty million on that. Assuming this is tax free, probably like ten houses, thirty, like say forty million. So forty million on ten places, maybe some commercial. Who knows? But I I want to create a dynasty or or generational assets in the city that I see myself living long-term and then get my own, like, you know, $10 million house in a safe neighborhood because safety in L.A. is everything right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, people just getting robbed and shit. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, Bird Streets or the Beverly Hills Hills, stuff like that. And then from there, like, I would just probably pump out as many kids as possible. Might even fuck around and move to Salt Lake City, Pranav. I might even fuck around and move to Salt Lake City so I can be Mormon and have 20 wives. I'm talking 300 kids and a huge middle finger at the family portrait every single time to anyone who has shit to say. 300 kids? 300 kids. Well, yeah, so the family line of the Hilsey name is dwindling. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's, I have three brothers, but like my mom has two brothers and only one had one kid. The other's not having any. And then my dad has a sister. She had no kids. And so, like, my even my dad, even my mom's brother, like, that's my mom's side, so it didn't get the Hilsey name. And I don't think any of my, it doesn't seem like any of my brothers might be having kids. So it could come down to me. There is no other Hilsey. You got to Hil- save. save yeah, like, yeah. there is no other young Hilsey. Like, I am the one. <laughs> I am the one. Yeah. So, I I, like, growing up, I always wanted a big family, and I never had that. So, like, I can't imagine, like, realistically having six kids, six to eight kids is my range. Man, I can't imagine how fulfilling that would be. And then to see, like, say I have eight kids, and then each of them have, like, on average two, and I have 16 grandchildren. And, like, 16 plus eight is 24 of my descendants with me and my wife up there. She'll probably have the middle finger up, too. It's important. Honestly, in the family photo. It's important. Every Christmas photo. But I think where I'm going to get my most fulfillment out of this life is having a bunch of kids that I give them a great life and then put assets in their hands and teach them how to run it greatly. Like not like the Vanderbilts who like lost everything, like teach them. And then, I mean, obviously like in order to do that, I have to start some sort of like asset in terms of a company. But that's really what I think what I would do with that eighty six million dollars. Like, see, I see, like I don't, I don't even know what I want. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I, I still haven't. There's so much I want to do, so much I haven't done. So I, I don't, I don't know. I still need more life experience. I think to like, you know, I'm only twenty. Yeah. You know, I gotta, gotta get more life experience and then figure out what I want to do. Because dude, I have no fucking clue, bro. Yeah. I'm just kind of sitting here. Ecom. That's it. That's all I know. You know. That's the thing. It's all I know. A lot of people get stuck on step two. I'm yeah. stuck on step two. So what? what's up with the Twitter, man? What's up with the Twitter? The Twitter. Twitter's Classic. been going crazy lately. Twitter's been going crazy. They're not happy about the, the weed tweet. Yeah. I'll tell you that. They're they, not happy about it. They were pissed. How the many likes did not, they get? Um, I think I got like 2,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. How many replies did it get? Dude, I, I got DMs, bro. I, I got like 100. I, I heard someone say, showed up at your house. 
Dude, it was bad. It was bad. I had to hit him with the <laughs> hit him with the one two, you know. <laughs> the <Now>, kickbox. <laughs> it all goes back to the kickboxing. Yeah, every single time. Yeah, no, like Twitter. Twitter's good, you know. The weed smokers weren't happy, but other than that, you know, just been pumping out pumping out tweets for the for the people. Yeah, providing some value as much as I can. Yeah, you know. So where do you take all your tweets from? Do you like use someone who to write it for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like my biggest thing is I just like hire a bunch of ghost writers, right? Yeah. Make it make sure it seems as unauthentic as possible. Yeah. And then start tweeting. Yeah. I'm totally kidding, by the way. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> yeah, my, my outsource the tweets. My left arm hurts. Me and Pranava riding the go karts last night. Classic. What do you think about those? So fun. About, I need I need to cop one. We're gonna be hitting those right after this podcast, big time. But boy, I flipped those fuckers twice, <laughs> twice on the same side. Like they are so dangerous. Yeah. Caught some kid on the second day riding it because he broke the wing off. And then me and Pranav take it to the restaurant last night. And someone's trying to steal them while we're, while we're in the restaurant. Yeah. But it was in lock mode. It was crazy. But like if for those of you who have seen my last videos with the other go-karts, these are over two times faster they go three times the distance, and man, they have like a, a fake motor on it. So it, so fun. <laughs> it sounds mean, and we're doing like, it goes so fast that like when you're just going straight and then hook a left, you just do a perfect drift. By the way, I didn't show you this on the app. You can control how much you drift. So oh, you need to turn that, turn it all I know, the I'll way. Turn up. it all the yeah. way. Yeah, it ma- it kind of makes the back. I don't know what's going on, but it kind of makes the wheel we shake got, we in the back. We gotta tighten it. Oh yeah, we back. cannot forget yeah. about that. Yeah, we can't forget about the tightening. But yeah, it's it's really fun. But yeah, in terms of like this situation, I'm so glad I'm back because mm-hmm. you saw you saw firsthand how fucking off kilt I was in Miami. Yeah, I think we we all were. We all were yeah. like I, when I say Uber Eats every night, we weren't. This fucking is around. no lie. Not we one. The around. only I think I bought one grocery that entire time, and I think it was a pizza. I think. All I bought was water and chicken nuggets, bro. <laughs> that's all I bought is groceries. Wait a second. No, because I thought you bought eggs and shit, too. Okay, well, you know. That, turkey the bacon. Gains. The that's turkey for, bacon. No, Luke bought the turkey bacon. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Shout out, Luke. <laughs> I can't believe Luke literally thinks that turkey bacon's better than regular bacon. No, I'm going to have to agree with him on that, though. Yeah, but you just don't eat bacon. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But, like, Luke is just like, turkey bacon. You know, I'm, I'm thinking it's for the gains. Well, yeah, I mean, I did see a study recently where it was said, like, you lose, like, a year of your life if you eat bacon or something like that. Oh, fuck that, yeah. Turkey yeah. bacon all the way, then. It's not good. Trying to live. It's not good. Have you ever smoked a cigarette? No. Yeah, never me smoked neither. a cigarette. Me neither. I think that, that shit's death. Like, a lot... Of, I've talked about on Twitter a lot of that that nicotine pen. That's, like, an epidemic that's hitting our world right now. I mean, the Juul, I'm not going to lie. The Juul is crazy, but I, I would never touch the cig. Never touch yeah, the Yeah, no, cig. never. Yeah, never. never. Cig. Well, what my friend does is he, he was, like, smoking cigarettes, and I'm like, oh... Like I saw him pull out a cigarette. I go, oh, you know, I didn't know he smoked cigarettes. And he goes, yeah, bro. I'm like, how come you haven't switched to like a jewel or a vape or anything? He goes, hell no, I'll never touch those. And I go, why? And he was like, because I would never smoke a cigarette in my bed. Oh, shit. Think about that. Oh, shit. Think about that. I mean, dude, yeah. I mean, fuck the nicotine. I mean, I haven't touched that shit in like two years, three years. When I quit nicotine that first day in Miami, like most people, you know, they... Their strategy for quitting nicotine, guys, I was hitting one 3,000 puff puff bar every day 
for probably five months straight, like easily. Four, no, four, about four months straight. Crazy. And most people, when they go to quit nicotine, apparently it's a bad thing to qu- like hard to quit. So like they taper off, like, like they're, they're micro, micro dosing the nicotine, maybe like some hits in the morning or whatever, hits at night. I pulled up to Williams Island, hitting that thing as hard as I possibly can because I'm like, this is my last moment. So the whole drive there, like, <laughs> When I was pulling up to Williams Island, dude, it was like chain smoking the jewel. And I did it and I just go. And then like when I got up, I remember it was still in my pocket and I was supposed to, I was going to throw it off the balcony. And then like, um, I was just like, okay, after this night, cause I know Shalev was hitting it and all these other people. And so I was just, I was just hitting it while I was like setting up my bed or whatever. And then I remember I had the Casper mattress, the big box. And at the end of the night, instead of throwing it off the balcony, I threw it in the Casper mattress. And boy, that's when shit went south real quick. The next day I woke up and I just felt like fucking dying. Yeah. And then I just got to work and I finished my entire room in like three hours because I was just going so hard. And then um, I do you remember the first dinner we went out that night at Williams yeah, I Island? Remember, yeah. And I was like, you guys sound like you're like miles away when you're talking to me. Like I feel fucked up right now. I do remember that dinner. You remember that? Remember and me it. like seeing like like this, like what's going on? So like I, I see again. I don't know how much I'm gonna like put in the podcast. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm just gonna keep it. But I walked 33 miles the first three days I was there, aimlessly. Oh no! Spell again. I had a feeling that was gonna happen. Fuck the tape. But yeah, that nicotine withdrawal was the worst withdrawal I've ever seen. Like physically, like I'm talking like walking. I walked miles in the rain with my headphones and I would just be calling people. And I, I'm not a big caller. I don't call, feel, talk to people on the phone. Seven hours I'm talking to people on the phone saying some crazy shit. Yeah. Freaking out saying some crazy shit. You know, the Nick, Nick withdrawal wasn't that bad for me. What was bad was the weed withdrawal for sure. What happened? The weed withdrawal? Yeah. Dude, I mean, bro, like, I mean, dude, Miami was a blur because of the weed, right? Right. So <clears throat> when I got back and I stopped smoking, I just, I felt so out of it. I was like pissy all the time, bro. Like I was so pissed off. Um, I felt, I, I just, you just feel, you feel like, you just feel so out of it, bro. Didn't like, you get cold sweats? Yeah, I got cold. Yeah, I would wake up at three in the morning sweating, bro. <laughs> Like profusely sweating, and then I couldn't go back to bed. And then going to bed every time I tried to fall asleep, like I would close my eyes as hard as I can. I couldn't fall asleep, bro. Yeah. It was like it was actually driving me insane. That was the biggest thing. Is like I couldn't sleep. Eating that sucked. It's like the app. My appetite was fucked. Yeah, the weed withdrawals are were way worse for me. Well, how much were you doing the nicotine? I was probably going through like a jewel pod like every two three days. Oh. Yeah, that's not that. I was going through like two pods a day. I mean, yeah, no, it really wasn't that bad. But I mean, I I remember it, and it's shit still sucked. But the the weed withdrawal was definitely like way worse for me. Yeah, yeah, because I wasn't the jewel. I wasn't really hitting to an excess, but the weed, no, was to an excess. 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 All day, every day. Crazy. It was. So what happens? uh, I don't know, bro. I don't know after my Black Friday. I felt like I was invincible. Yeah. Idle hands, I'm telling you. Idle, idle mind, not good. Idle hands. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. It's like uh, when people start to make a lot of money, 
that's when that foot can get pulled off the gas. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's why I respect someone like Luca so much. Cause like the, I know like for somehow with Luca, the more money he makes, the faster he presses on that fucking crazy, pedal. Crazy. Guy. I've never seen anything like it. Like yeah. he's, he like, he doesn't really take too much time to smell the flowers, but he, he basically just hits the gas pedal and grabs all the flowers while he's going, just throwing them in his car, you know, yeah. back, back at the Cullinan. Got it. You, lot to learn. Lot to learn. A lot Ooh, to learn. Like that there's a reason he's doing what he's doing. There's a reason he bought Pudgy Penguins, which that's why I'm excited for part three. He's gonna be coming on here and doing the third one, which Pudgy Penguins will be a huge topic of discussion. That's probably one of the biggest things he's working on right now. No, I'm sorry, Gel Blasters is even bigger. Crazy. Not, he just How did that like he just raised at a hundred million dollars. <laughs> the guy's going crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm excited for part three, man. First 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 podcast and I have so many other people tell me this too like how when they're like down bad or like whatever they're going through some shit they just go and watch that podcast and like dude they're back up I do the same so shit. many I've watched probably that podcast like probably a hundred times already easily no you haven't yeah no swear no swear no swear no way swear. I don't believe it swear. no how many views it has 50,000 I'm definitely at least 100 of those damn I'm just kidding 3.7 thousand 3.7 3 dollars and 70 cents there you go yeah that's that's the average price that we recommend pricing products. In fact, yeah, make sure you're actually at a loss for each of your products. Yes, that's yes. the biggest thing. So, like, if you see a product, source it for nine dollars. Make sure you sell it for at least, I don't know, probably four dollars, right? Right. Four four ninety nine. Yeah, yeah. For free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. Do a free plus shipping store, but free with free shipping. You're on to something with that one. A free plus free shipping store. Just just absolutely just burn cash. That would be crazy. What free like free if you shipping? literally just did a free store? How like in what, dude? <laughs> if you got the eighty six million, <laughs> give back to the community. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah, I guess I guess that's a uh, one of the ways we're burning it. Yeah, burn a mill off that. Burning the mill off that the free plus free store. If anyone ever does that, because like now the thing is like the free the free store. But you get like sign up for twelve dollars free plus shipping, but you sign up for twelve dollars a month yeah. for this fr- other free bro. store, dude. But I know so many kids that are. I, it's so weird. It's so unethical. But dude, so many kids are just fucking raking it in off that. It's crazy. Yeah, I, and, I, and I don't know. I don't know the whole legalities of that, but like, bro, it it doesn't sound very viable. Well, what's his name started it? What's his name? He was on Impulsive. Oh, um, Chase Hero. Yeah, that's right. I wonder what yeah. he's up to. I mean, Chase, yeah. Chase Hero kind of like, yeah. Yeah. Chase Hero. I think he lives in Puerto Rico now. Really? Damn, he had a he had the craziest house in Los Angeles. Like, the, the life he was living was, like, perfect. If he went to Puerto Rico, he fumbled it. Really? I don't care how much money you're making. Like, I mean, I, I guess I can't really speak too much on it because Puerto Rico, you I've never know. been to. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just feel like if you determine where you live based on what money you can make. Well, I'm sorry. Let me, if you determine if you can live anywhere and you determine where you live based on how much money you can save by living there. It's a bad way to approach life because that you're literally letting life control. Like you're letting money control you to the T. I like kind of agree, but you probably can live like a king in Puerto Rico on like a Los Angeles like for like half of that's how you true live. but again it's just like it's because for example if you didn't like puerto rico but you knew you could get four percent tax there would you move there 
If I didn't like Puerto Rico? Yeah. Probably not, no. Well, see, a lot of people don't, and they just convince themselves they do to save that money in tax. Yeah. But it's just like, what's the point? Because my whole life, it's like, what's the point if I'm not living in Los Angeles? You know? That's why Miami, I guess, affected me so much, because I'm like... Just thinking about LA. What's the point of me being here? Like, what the fuck's the point? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder how long we're at. Hour and six minutes. Not bad. Hope a lot of it. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. Good time. And you won't believe who just texted me. Oh. You just won't believe it. Let's hear it. And, like, look. Here, I'll show you the text. Don't say anything. But, like, look. See this picture? See how 24 and 42 is highlighted? Yeah. Do you know the significance of 24? No. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, just say it right now. No, I'm not going to say it. Well, it's, uh, I don't want to get into it. Take well, it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to look this up. What do you want to leave the people? Hmm? What do you want to leave the people? What do I want to leave them? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, what do you want to, what do you want them to get out of this? I, a lot of people watching this, probably I was in your shoes, but I just didn't give up. So don't give up. First of all, you copied from Luca. <laughs> Second of all, you missed a good opportunity. What you should have said is. So here, let me, let me leave the people with my own advice. A lot of people watching this, just know that I used to be in your shoes but my shoes were way flyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's, let's redo that one. Let's redo that one. <laughs> That's what Steve Harvey was saying. Steve Harvey's like, now a lot of people ask me, man, Steve, why are you buying all these nice cars? Because if I lose everything, if I lose this house, if I lose my wife, if I lose everything, I'm going to have to live in one of them cars. <laughs> and I'm going to be living in a Rolls Royce Phantom with the boy with the stars in the ceiling. I'm going to be in there back there with my feet up with the refrigerator. Bags. Got the pillow. <laughs> yeah, got the pillow. That wouldn't be bad to be like homeless in a Phantom. No, not at all. Probably gas prices will fuck you up, though. Yeah, I guess so. Right. But like if you think about like living costs, it kind of offsets it. Yeah. Like you try a colonin, honestly, like would be a really good homeless van. <laughs> That's a video giving a colon into a homeless man. <laughs> yeah, I, dude, I was the back of back of Lucas calling in. I was feeling like a fucking boss in that. Yeah, shit. that was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. Seat recline, you know. Yeah, going to the top. You know, I'm honestly surprised no one's made the video uh, taking a homeless man skydiving. Whoa, that's got to be, huh? Anyone watching can feel free to steal that idea. <laughs> you're not. You're not gonna. You're not gonna partake in that. Uh, Would you go skydiving? Yeah, I'd go skydiving. I just kind of like I I give money to the homeless all the time. Like I really think about like I, I don't like again. I really don't want to get into this topic, but you know the topic about like when my life was like financially like when I got that crazy opportunity. Mm -hmm. It was literally right after I gave that homeless family like five hundred bucks, and so like I do that stuff. But I would you'll never catch me filming it. Mm. Ever, Facts. ever, Facts. Kobe person, Vitaly, you know. Have Kobe you ever seen person. the Vitaly video of him giving away the money? 
No, I've never seen the Vitaly, but I vividly remember the Col- the Colby, the Kobe guy. There, I mean, just like the whole filming thing is very weird. I vividly remember his videos and how like it's how staged they were. So fake. Yeah, so fake. I got after this. I got to show you that. Um, what were we just saying? Uh, uh, the Vitaly video. Vitaly. He like goes to the skid row to hand out sandwiches and everything. Uh-huh. And the whole video, he's just like screaming at people, like "Back up, guys! Just fucking back up!" <laughs> and all this stuff. It's so funny. Yeah, it's a good way. It's good. It's a good look. Yeah, it's a really good look. <laughs> it's always good when you're yelling at the homeless people oh, that yeah. you're claiming to help on your video. Facts. He's fa- He's like done for. Oh yeah, no, he went to jail after that. Just kind of. After what? After he went to jail. What did he go to jail for? I'm not too sure. I just I I know he went to jail. Oh, for punching that lady. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, like assaulted someone and then he went to jail, and I haven't heard of him since. Yeah, me neither. That dude. That dude was definitely coked up crazy. He was on a lot of drugs for yeah. sure. I'm gonna take a picture for the for the fucking Twitter. Oh, the, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! No, you gotta retake it. You no, retake I, I'm definitely not retaking that one. <laughs> that one <laughs> you'll see it when I tag you. How about that? Oh man. Oh man. So you want to wrap this up? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. This was a good one. This was the first one with the new mic in the new podcast room. I wonder. I, I'm interested to see um, where you go with everything for sure. Appreciate it, man. Like, what's the next step? You know, the next step, just keep keep building out these e-com businesses. What's the next step after e-com? Probably. Or is it e-com forever? Nah, not e-com forever. For life. I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a crazy exit. Okay, make a crazy exit and probably get into like VC or some shit. What's and that? Venture like being oh in yeah VC. So like I I don't know. That's that's probably where my head is. But I don't know. There's so many things I want to do. Like uh, like build build like a build like a SaaS company or something. Yeah. So many ideas, but I don't know. I, for right now, I know ecom's like the avenue that'll get me, you know, to that, to where I want to be to to do all that to be able to like do financially everything. and yeah. everything. For sure. Do you ever see yourself starting? Like, are you gonna? I feel like your main platform is Twitter. Do you, are you just gonna go all in on Twitter? Yeah, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep tweeting, giving out giving out value. What do you what's what do you have against Instagram? I'm just not a big Photo guy, I don't. I don't, I don't like taking pictures. Hey, not photogenic. When I when we were at the art bezel, that was a different story. We just we'd be walking down a dark alley, and Pranav would be like, "Quick, flick me up!" Quick, flick this me is, up. This is hey, a I was sick fly. scene. I was fly. You got, dude. I, I we went to we went to Balenciaga. I caught like that hat and shit. Yeah. I was feeling fly, man. You know that you could resell <laughs> that hat for more than you got it. You got it for five hundred bucks, right? Yeah, I still, got, I still, yeah. On Grail, it's like six fifty, seven hundred. Really? Yeah. I don't wear it. I don't like how it fits. A horrible fit. Horrible fit. Horrible Gucci hats fit. suck. Yeah. Yeah, so I have to sell it. Might as well. All right. Quick flip. All right. Flip it up. Get it up. Mm-hmm. We're about to hit the go-karts. It's about to be insane. About to hit the drifts. Oh, we cannot go anywhere without talking about the drifts. How do we forget? How do we forget? How do we forget about the drifts? Is it so, like, I, I'm... I was very shocked when I moved in with Pranav and about two weeks into it, he's like, have I ever shown you my drift videos? And I'm like, no, you drift? He goes, yeah, I do sometimes. In Atlanta, I'm kind of part of the scene. I go, okay, let me see these videos. This guy pulls up videos of him drifting in a circle of an intersection with like 300 people surrounding him. Man, 
I didn't like you have this. You have this crazy. I can't believe we didn't get into this earlier in the podcast. You have this crazy different side to you of just street violence. I mean, bro, I took you drifting. Do you remember after the access event? Yeah, of course. Yeah, that was that was nutty. You did a shitty ass uh, burnout, and then you had to make up for I had it to by make do, up for it, in yeah. the middle. <laughs> so there's like it's one of those streets where it's a two way street, and then there's cars on both sides, right? And it's art bezel, so there's people walking through left and right crosswalk. He tries to do a burnout. Josh is out there, like, recording it. I knew he wasn't recording it, though. And it just wasn't a good burnout. Let's nah. just be honest. No, I recorded it, and I did nothing with the video. Wasn't good. I might delete off my phone to even <laughs> save storage. But then, like... You cut it off at the good part, though. Yeah, because I wasn't expecting you to go into the middle of the intersection and do, like, a, a 900 or whatever. It was like, it was like okay, I entered the intersection, like, going straight. And then I... So I did one donut right here. And then exited out of here. And so, then we were at a stoplight. And then I did a burnout from the stoplight. Yeah, the burnout. That yeah. burnout was nice. That was a good burnout. Yeah. Yeah. And then as, when it rains, man, all you can talk about is how good the Man, it's looking like a good drift weather today. <laughs> Might have to go drift the car in this. And then you never ended up drifting the car. Like every time it rained. Because Miami, we were so complacent, bro. Miami makes you talk about what you're going to do and you don't do it. Honest. That's, that's Honest. what it comes down to. Honest. A lot of people will literally just want to talk about what they're going to do. And then that's it. Like, cause that's what, like, it's all about like looking cool, not being cool. Yeah. Not doing shit. Not doing just shit. Just say you're going to do shit. Just say you're going to do shit. Say you're going to do shit all day. And then maybe go to the club at night or hop on a yacht. Shout out the yachts. It always it always comes back it to the It always yacht. goes back to the yachts. Crazy. It always goes back to the yachts. Yeah. Shout out the yachts. Shout out drifting. Drift King. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you should post those more often, I think. I think the world would want to see those. You know, maybe I gotta check if I can get in trouble for posting some some videos, you know? How? What do you mean? Just I don't say know. It's There's... not you. Oh yeah, my stunt driver. Yeah, it's my stunt driver. Does all my drifts. Yeah, yeah not me. <laughs> just say that. They'll, <laughs> they'll believe it. Yeah. So I'm not posting any of them. Kind of just incriminated myself in this interview. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Not not anymore. Well, this was a good one. This is interesting because a lot of your Twitter, the Twitter people were hyped about this one. Yeah. Yeah. Had, you know, had a great time. Had a great time filming it. Yeah. Talking. But now we're going to be hitting the go-karts, the drifts, the the zombies. The Resident Evil. The Resident Evil. And then tomorrow hitting the sh- Chicago, hitting the O-Block. Hitting the O-Block. And then the next the day hitting the Yeet. Yeet, 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 yeet. <laughs> yep. No, that's going to be hype. That's going to be hype. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Okay, you. before we go again. Just what's your what's the significance of yeet to you? What do you mean? Like, what's the significance of yeet? Yeet. Okay, I'll just say this: yeet is money making music. Okay, you listen to yeet. Tell me you don't feel empowered to go do something, right? I've never had an artist whose music made me want to go harder. Like Lil Baby and shit doesn't have the same effect as yeet on me. Yeah. Yeet. Yeet will have. You will have the hop in the whip, go drift, you know, or hop go to in the, the computer, Tonka. hop in the Tonka or hop on the computer, get some work done, you know, 
hop in the gym. Yeah. Feel strong. I feel 10 times stronger in the gym listening to eat. I feel like that rap, it like the music, it kind of adds to your curriculum, not takes away. Cause like if you listen, we're, we're, when we were listening to Javari by J. Cole, it, on that drive, it kind of took us out of the moment and into that world of his song, right? Yeah, that was a really song, good, right? yeah, was a good storytelling. But if we're listening to Yeet, it kind of just enhances the current world that we're in. Yeah. Does it make oh, sense? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, like, it makes sense that we're, when working and listening to Yeet or working out when listening to Yeet, you're not exactly listening to him and starting to get lost in the, a world that he's creating with his with his voice. It's generally just enhancing. So I, I hate when, like, someone on Twitter was like, because I said pop music has... Pop music is the worst, in my opinion. It's horrible. I, I, I don't like pop music. I said either. pop died when the king did, Michael Jackson. Yeah. And some guy was like, you're wrong, I don't know, which doesn't make sense because he said you're wrong, and then he's like, hip-hop is the worst genre, and it died in 2006 when it became more, no, 10 years ago, so 2012, when it became more about the beat and um, the, the, the melody than what they're saying. See, and... Uh, it's, it's such stupid. a bullshit argument. It's stupid because, like, guess what? There's still people like Denzel Curry. There's still people like, um, what's his name? Oh, my God. He, he's, like, one of the biggest rappers on that side of rap. Uh, o, o, is it OJ? No, it's not OJ the Juice Man. I don't know. But they got, they have, those rappers are still here. Yeah. But guess what? Most people just are listening to the new stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's dumb. It's just like just because it's less popular doesn't mean it died. No. It's still there. It's just there was a split. There's a split into this where it's like, like I love Kendrick Lamar. He's my favorite rapper and all this. And I still listen to those guys, but I listen to more like Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Uzi, I mean, uh, Yeet. Just feel good music. Like just makes Enhancement good. music oh. where it's not, it's enhancing the moment rather than taking me out of it. Sometimes I don't want to. You know, be working and think. I don't want to be working out and thinking. I don't want to be listening to Javari when nah, I'm working yeah. out or anything. Like, I'm trying to enhance my current workout or enhance my current thing, but there's a time and a place for both. So it's just stupid these old people, like, just hate on the new crew just because, like, there's thought-provoking music and emotional-provoking music. Well, I guess both can be different, but I guess to say situationally enhance. There's enhancement music. Uh, physically and enhancement music mentally mm-hmm. and that's what it comes down to i think people just want to argue about everything too they just always want to have something to argue well about. they always want the past like they don't yeah. want things to change like, i mean that, and it goes back to it goes back to your memories are better than what like the present right? exactly yeah. exactly like i've caught myself in that sometimes too like seeing the whole nft thing goes down like i was resistant to that because i didn't want the change uh, but the thing with the, the nfts and the like, I loved crypto until the shit coins came, and then that kind of made me lose faith. And NFTs were great, and I still like them, but, like, when I saw people scamming and shit, it's like, oh, it's just like, I guess it's the same thing, drop shipping with drop shipping versus drop scamming. Yeah. It just, I, it makes me lose faith in something when I see so many people encouraging such bad behavior, things that are not hurt, helping people. No. I don't know. Anyway, we can cut it off right here at the 120 mark. About. It was good having this podcast. Happy, Very happy to be here. Good to hear. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> All right. That's it. Cut. <sighs> yep.